0: Hooray Run Podcast, episode 18. I know it's been over four months since the last episode. Wow. I did start a new job. So I am still working on balancing that full time work with this Hooray Run project. Would love to keep this podcast going. And we're keeping it going today. It is August 29th. I'm in Illinois. And I met up with my friend David Gillespie from high school. He's working at Northwestern, Evanston, Illinois. Been keeping up with his running journey on social media. I see him posting these map my run diagrams of his runs on Facebook, Instagram. And I was just thinking, David Gillespie never once ran with him. He never ran cross country or track. Started seeing these popping up around 2016, these posts from him. And I just thought, I gotta, I gotta figure out what got into David. I wanna know his story. What got him started? Listen as he tells these stories losing 40 pounds in six months, the influence of Pokemon Go on his running, how past presidencies give him entertainment on his runs, and much more. Really glad. We got to meet up in Evanston today. Before we get to the conversation, it's been way too long. My friend Mikey, a.k.a. Meeks Palmer on SoundCloud. Mikey, you got to drop that beat for us. James Rogers here with David Gillespie. We are in the city of Evanston, Alexander Park. Is that right? That's right. It's raining a bit, but David's (laughs) got an umbrella. I got the computer and the mic sitting on this table in this park with some (laughs) checkers board. Might get some checkers after this. Probably not, but we're just trying to stay out of the rain. So, gonna be pretty quick here, but I'm so glad to be here with David. We go back to high school. We're thinking 2010 was the last time we interacted, probably. Yeah. New Orleans, Louisiana, <laughs> LCMS, National Youth <laughs> Gathering. Oh my goodness. It's been eight years. Met up at Other Brother Coffee House, just down the road here, off of Sherman. And David's just been running like a maniac lately. <laughs> and I've been keeping up with his Instagram, his Facebook. Like right around 2016, I started seeing these run posts popping up, and I thought, what's gotten into David? What's going on here? I didn't think he was much of a runner back in high school. Um, Never ran cross country or track with me in high school. And I was just thinking, I got to get to know what got into David. And here in Chicago area, visiting my parents for a couple days here, Elmwood Park, thought Evanston's just a bit away. I'm going to contact David short notice. Here he is. This is awesome. We're going to get a little conversation going here on David's running journey. David, I'm so glad to have you. On the podcast here, uh, we got a little blustery. You might hear that in the background. Got a little rain storm pouring in here, but we're good. We're gonna chat it up here. David, uh 2016, yeah. Just what happened? What what was going on in your life that made you think I got to start running a lot? And when did you get that running bug? Because
1: yeah, it's turned into something crazy now. It has. um Like you said, I just I was never much of an athlete. Uh, I played like high school or not high school, middle school basketball. Yeah. Um, but never really got into running. Uh, I think the before 2016, the first time I had to run a mile was like maybe Mr. Smith's freshman year health class Ooh, in yeah. high school, and I hated it. It was awful. And um, but I, you know, throughout high school and college, you know, you're you're active. You're walking around campus. You're involved in you know, club sports or whatever. Right. And so I always managed to stay semi in shape. Um, and then I, I graduated and in, uh, September of 2013, I started working at a furniture store, mm-hmm. um, on my feet all day. Um, again, managing to stay in relative shape. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and then about a year and a half afterwards in December of 15, yeah. uh, or December of 14 rather. I started working here at Northwestern University in Evanston, Mm -hmm. and I had uh, just been sitting at my desk for, you know, eight hours a day, uh, day after day after day, and I hadn't noticed, uh, but I had ended up gaining about 40 pounds or so, Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't really... Realize it at the time, um, but I there was a very distinct moment where it was the morning after we had gone out for my birthday dinner in January of 16 that I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I kind of it kind of hit me like what what happened like how did yeah. I get this out of shape, um, and so I I had committed to myself you know my wife had gone on uh, a successful diet the year before and, and lost some weight too and so that kind of inspired me and I told myself you know I'm going to change how I eat. I'm gonna start working out more, mm-hmm. um, and so I decided that next Monday morning I was gonna wake up and I was gonna run a mile. Uh, again, hadn't done that in like eight years <laughs> at that point, but um, you know I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to try it, and um, and to to God's grace, I didn't die. I I made it all the way through without any any walking breaks. Jeez, um, no walking, no walking. Uh, and so I, I I believe to this day that if that if I would have had, if I would have struggled more with that run, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have gotten hooked. But because I was able to do it after not running a mile in years, um, kind of said, Whoa, I was like, wow, this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And so it just kept going and going and mile after mile, uh, slowly throughout 2016, I started losing weight. I, by June of 16, I ended up losing uh about forty five pounds. No kid. Uh in about six months. Uh every month I would increase my daily mileage by about half a mile. Okay. Um so by summer of sixteen I was running about three miles a day. Um Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh for for other early nineties uh babies out there, <laughs> you, you probably know that July of sixteen is when Pokemon Go dropped. Ooh Oh, yeah. And so that, as, we- that as weird as it sounds, that got me... I mean, I remember one morning in particular going out for a three-mile run. Mm-hmm. And I finished my three-mile run. I got back. I opened Pokemon Go. And I was like, oh, there's a, there's a wild Pokemon down the road. I'm going to go get it. And so I ran after it. And then I got down there and I caught it. And then the next one would spawn down the oh, road yeah. a little bit further. And so before I knew it, I had to run six miles. and it just Because of Pokemon Go. Because of Pokemon Go. Whoa. Um, and so people tease me cause I still play it <laughs> You're still for, for, Go for train. good reason. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but it got me, uh, in a large part to where I am now, where oh. I'm training for this Chicago marathon this year. Um, I did my first half marathon last summer. Last summer. Yep. I remember seeing the posts about that. Yeah. Uh, it if, whipped you up a little bit. Didn't it, it did. It was hard. Um, I mean, I remember the we went for a nice breakfast after the race and uh, can i say poop on this podcast absolutely okay i was we were eating brunch and i spent like 20 minutes in the bathroom pooping afterwards (laughs) because my body had just never been through that before um and i i was just like this is awful like why would anyone do this um but something happened after the race. Something happened. Uh, you're still
0: here, and now you're training for Chicago October. What af- happened after... How soon after that half marathon? That was about 48 hours.
1: I oh, was my. limping around Evanston for a couple days afterwards, and then it just kind of... I got that itch again. And for, okay. you know, for, for other runners, I'm sure you know what that itch feels like. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, I want to do something bigger and I wanna I wanna to prove to myself that I can do twenty six point two miles. There's um, something more. Yeah, there's something more to go after and so just did thirteen one. I know I can do longer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I again I just never I never thought that this would be me. The fact that I would look back and think like, Oh, three miles, that's an easy, short run, you know, when just two years ago one mile was daunting. Right. Um so it's remarkable how much my body has changed and how much my mentality has changed towards running. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just got that itch and, and started looking into how to sign up for the Chicago marathon. (laughs) And now I'm about a month and a half from race day. I did my first 20 miler last weekend. Um, and, uh, I'm excited 20 miles longest run ever longest run ever every every new long run is a new PR now which is a pretty rewarding feeling
0: did your diet change with all this running too yeah sometimes with so much more running than you're used to you eat just everything and anything but have you watched the diet too with all the running yeah it's been hard
1: um I mean I I was eating pretty poorly before I started this whole running kick okay and then about uh well when I started running I tried to clean up i did the whole like low carb diet and yep. that helped a lot um i still obviously eat some carbs there's a notion about like oh you shouldn't cut out all carbs which is obvious because yeah. then you just have no energy and you feel terrible mm-hmm. um, but eating the right kind of carbs not overdoing it on carbs that yep. helped a lot but then obviously as you ramp up the mileage you need more energy and so you need yeah. to eat more carbs um, but the right kind and so i just started focusing more on fruits uh whole grains, uh, sure. Things like that, and that 's really helped me along the way so so the carb increase has has been real yeah. uh, but doing it in a healthy way, uh, not eating as much you know greasy fast food, not uh-huh. eating as much you know dessert and stuff like that, so just trying to be more conscious overall about what i 'm eating okay. but but the the calorie intake has definitely increased as sure. as the mileage as the miles have
0: I assume that I was just curious what the daily diet or... Mm-hmm. If you were just pounding back anything and everything, it sounds like you've been conscious of that. I've been eating active in the diet area too. Three
1: three fried eggs for breakfast every single morning for the last two and a half years. After That's, the run, after the yep. run, yep. Mm-hmm. Good lean protein, no carbs. Okay, um, a good way to start the day, um, and then as the day goes on, more you know, whole grains and good pastas and things like that. Sure. So, did you? start bringing fuel on the runs too early
0: on That's, i'm assuming on the longer runs you're definitely bringing bottles yeah. or some goo gels or anything
1: i have not touched any of those gels okay yet. no gels. Um, part of it's because uh, have you read the book born to run yeah chris mcdougall yeah. shameless plug if you haven't read it <laughs> read it uh it, it changed the way i thought about running I, I i remember wanting to try a pair of like the real fancy like 250 dollars nikes mm. um i remember wanting to get Energy gels, Vibrams, (laughs) barefoot running. So, I I was just, I I wanted to do all like the real expensive, fancy, high tech things. And then I read this book and it made me just want to go back to basics. So, yeah. I was just telling James on our walk over here to the park, I I had been running in Nike free run flyknits. Those carried me through my half marathon last summer. I tried to get a new pair of shoes early this year. Uh, my feet hurt. I was getting blisters. I didn't like it, and so I just put the exact same pair. I didn't go out and buy a new pair of the old shoes. I the exact same pair of Flyknits that I had last year, and those have carried me through this training, and they're going to carry me through my first marathon. Uh, those shoes probably have around or over 800 miles on them now. What? <laughs> I'm two and a half years injury free. Uh, oh so it it all goes back to I've I've tried to take it all back to basics Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of my refueling on my runs, on my longer runs is honestly it's just water uh, a banana and like chia seeds and stuff like that and that's been doing the trick for me. Is that the plan for the marathon? It is, yeah so um, just carry a bunch of water, stop at all the aid stations especially later in the race um, eat a few bananas (laughs) And, uh, Cramp free. and just hope that I hope that I survive. And you've been doing all your runs in the morning, your morning runner. I'm a morning runner. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I tried to do evening runs, especially. So for those of you who don't know where Evanston is, it's right on the shores of Lake Michigan, just North of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to run along the lake a few times last year, but you know, after work, like you're already tired right. from a long day at work, you got lunch sloshing around in your stomach um i 've just had a hard time doing that. I have to run on an, on an empty stomach, even okay. on my long runs i 'll get okay. up and i 'll just get going without eating anything uh since the evening before okay. um but I think that 's been the hardest part of this training is getting up at four thirty yeah. almost every single day i don't think I've slept past six a m in months um, but yeah, uh just get up at 5 five o 'clock pound out you know six seven miles during the week. Um, How about the twenty miler, then what time are you getting up? So that was a on weekend? the that's a weekend. Yep. I always try to go either Saturday or Sunday. I try yep. to pay attention to what day is going to have better weather, and then I kind of decide which day I'm going to go out based on that. Yep. But smart. those I'm usually up by five thirty, six o'clock. Okay. Uh, just because you want to get out while it's still cool out um, before it gets too hot and humid. So sure. We get in the morning out of the way,
0: and, or getting the run out out of the way in the morning. Mm-hmm. I wish I did that more often. My dad, <laughs> as you know him got a running streak he's always get it out of the way in the morning It's not going to conflict with anything in the afternoon and like you said sloshing your stomach whatnot (laughs) warmer in the afternoon he just likes the fresher feel of the morning too
1: it's a great way to start the day too to to come back it's it's you know seven eight o'clock in the morning you've already done a great workout uh you know you kind of start the day on a clean slate your mind is fresh and that's like what's been addicting to me about running is more the therapeutic aspect of the longer runs sure, just sure. processing through everything you're alone with your thoughts for a couple hours um all solo training too right? yeah yeah all on your own yep mm-hmm. so i, I haven't, done, haven't done any group runs okay um yeah just kind of alone with your thoughts and it's it's a great way to kind of just start the day clean um and and feeling good yeah so so jocelyn your wife yes what's her been ta- what's her take been on all this running she thinks i'm crazy yeah she said that numerous times okay um it's it's good that uh that we're that we're doing this uh you know before we have kids because i can't imagine what <laughs> what right. this training schedule would be like uh after we have kids but um so it, doing it while we're while we're still relatively young is nice yeah. um But, I mean, the time commitment's just been the hardest part. You know, we we both work full-time. We have family. I have family in Michigan. Mm -hmm. um, And in Iowa, we have uh, uh, a nephew and my my brother and uh, sister-in-law live down in St. Louis. So we're gone a lot of weekends during the summer. Right. Um, And so it's just hard to to schedule these trainings. So the time commitment's been hard, but she's been a, a huge support of, you know, when I come back from my runs or in the middle of my runs to go to the bathroom or something like that or refill my water she's she's cheering me on so um it'd be hard to do it without her um and my dog my dog is also she when i come home from a run she's just ecstatic and and is eager to lick all the sweat off my back as she can but it's uh it's gross but but the two of them are just great cheerleaders and it'd be it'd be hard to stay motivated without them sure what's the dog's name beasley beasley she doesn't run at all though. No? She, when I, when I'm not training, okay. um, I usually do two mile runs during the week, five days a week. And then I do a longer run over the weekend. Okay. Um, and so she'll go on the two mile runs with me during the week oh. when I'm not training. So usually during the winter. Okay. Um, she keeps right along with me. Um, we have to stop every block or so, so she can pee. <laughs> it's just typical dog <laughs> things. Territory. Um, but it's, uh, yeah. So she's a lot of fun to, to take along with me and, um, but you can tell she gets sad when I leave, and I don't take her with me. You know, yes. she just kind of looks at me like, "What are you doing? Why are you leaving me?" But, um, yeah. Winter <laughs> running
0: had to be an eye opener for you. Mid- that was hard. Midwest.
1: The yeah, winters aren't the most pleasant. I try to if it's if it's below like fifteen degrees is usually my cutoff where well, I won't go out and run. Okay. Um, which obviously in the Midwest that happens a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I've I've uh, it sounds weird, but running through inclement weather is actually kind of exhilarating like running through like a snowstorm running through you know bone chilling temperatures Mm -hmm. it's actually kind of exciting um it just adds another little curveball especially shorter runs i would hate to do a 20 miler when it's snowing but you know like a 5k when it's cold and rainy is kind of exciting um that the thrill of it exactly storming through the storm Exactly. exactly
0: you just feel sweet sometimes when you're out there yeah you do yeah you feel feel even more rewarded when you get back you do
1: you feel tough you feel like you've really accomplished more than just your you know your average 5k um for me sometimes i'll look out the window after a run like that i'm like
0: how did i just run out in that and it's just like the mindset you get pumped up when you're out there you get kind of warm people think how do you run in low temperature like that but once you got the right apparel on you're bundled up you do yep. get warm you're moving you yeah. get warm pretty quick and then sometimes in the winter when i'm just walking out on the streets i'm like pumping gas i'm like how could anyone run in this and i think <laughs> of how many miles i've run in that type of weather it's just crazy the mindset of running too where you mm-hmm. get motivated you have a team or you have that individual goal and you really can run through anything it's wild yeah when you get attached like that to a goal, to a training plan. Are you abiding by a training plan right now? Something from offline or something you read in a book? Yeah.
1: So my, so my wife's aunt, um, is, uh, an avid runner. She's done okay. a couple marathons. Um, she mostly does like five K's and 10 K's now. Um, but when I first like casually mentioned to her back in mm-hmm. 2016, Oh yeah, I think I want, might want to do a half marathon or a marathon at some point. She got me a book it's called like the big book of marathon training or something okay. like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the training plan I followed for my half marathon. It, it served me well. Um, so when I started planning for this full marathon, I went right back to that book and I got a training plan out of that. Mm-hmm. And for the most sort of stuck with it, I hindsight, I tried doing the intermediate plan that maybe wasn't the best idea for my first one. <laughs> um, just because the midweek mileage is just pretty intense. Um, You know, a couple nine-milers in the middle of the week in addition Mm -hmm. to 18, 20, 22 miles on the weekends. Um, And again, like working full-time, it's hard to fit in a nine-miler during the week. And so a lot of times I'll, um, I won't say slack off, but I'll I'll take a few miles off the midweek runs. Um, And in, in my mind, as long as I'm doing the full weekend runs i'm in i'm in a good place yep. so so far i haven't missed a uh a, a long weekend run yet but i i'll shave a few miles off of um the midweek one midweek runs especially okay. if it's raining or something like that but for the most part I'm sticking to it um again hindsight i would have done the beginner one being that this is my first half marathon yeah, just yeah, to yeah. go a little easier on myself <laughs> um but I tried sticking to it by the book the first month, and I was just, I could already feel myself getting really mm. worn out. And so that's when I was like, you know, as long as I'm doing these weekend runs, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. So that's when I started scaling back, and, and I've been feeling great since then.
0: Good. Are you
1: logging your miles?
0: Do you write them down at all?
1: I don't yeah. log them physically. Okay. I, I Whenever I go out for a training run, I use the the Map My Run app. Yeah, that's um, what I see on social media. Yeah, so that's My what run. I'm always yep. sharing. Um, yep. I'm always sharing those runs. Um, if you want to follow, yeah, if you want uh, to follow that journey at after the marathon, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at dgill five yep. five um, eight one. If you want to track those those runs, I mean, we're at the end of the training period now, but yeah. um, if I if I do another one probably won't but if i do another one in the future i'll be sure to, to post it i know I, th- I didn't think i'd do more than a half marathon either but here we are so since the half
0: have you done races have you done five or ten k's between I've the half and this chicago coming
1: up in october so i did a 5k about a week after the half marathon oh wow okay um it was the brookfield zoo run run Ooh. which was a blast you you literally <laughs> through the zoo? it's through the zoo yeah. you, you're running by rhinos and lions and bears <laughs> and it's <amazing. laughs> So I uh, I did that uh, I, I I'll never uh, I'll I'll never stop uh, cringing at the fact that I hit my time on that run was 25 minutes and one second, which was a PR. Wow! I couldn't quite break 25 minutes by <laughs> one second. So that's my goal now. So I think breaking 25. Uh, breaking 25. Okay. I think next year again the time commitment for this is just so brutal i i don't think i'll be training for a marathon until you know a while <laughs> um but next summer I'm, I'm kind of thinking ahead i'm thinking i want to try to focus next summer on getting my 5k and 10k time uh down as much as possible so okay. working more on speed rather than distance sure. um but to break a 25 minute 5k and if i could a 20 minute 5k would be amazing next summer so those Sweet. are kind of my
0: goals going forward What's the goal for Chicago? If you don't mind sharing,
1: to finish. Yeah. First and foremost, um, that finish line. but if I can, if I can get in under five hours, that'd be big. Okay. Um, I'm not a fast runner. Um, my half time was two hours and ten minutes. Got it. So I'm on pace for that. Sure thing. Um, but if I could break, yeah, if I could break five hours, I'd be happy with that. But just crossing the finish line would be huge for me. So family gonna be out there family will be there uh wife's gonna be there i think my brother and sister-in-law are gonna come up um and my nephew who's nine months uh now um my parents might be there my dad does not like downtown chicago so or crowds for that matter so it's kind of a recipe for disaster for him so we'll see if that happens or not but um yeah as far as i know uh Some of my family is going to be here. Some of the Pokemon group here from Evanston might be there. There's a Pokemon group. There's a. There's a. We've got like 800 people here, man. (laughs) No way. Yeah. It's it's legit. Is it
0: like a Facebook chat or like how do you keep Uh,
1: Discord? Discord. Discord. It's like a gaming chat app. I've never used it before, but um, we started organizing over that a couple years ago, and um, what's your best Pokemon right now? I I have a I have a a maxed out Mewtwo that I got. So for those of you who play and know the CP system, it's it's 3,900 CP. So um, that yeah, means that's nothing. To that me, is my. I, that's <laughs> gonna impress someone who listens. To this. That is my. That's my my go-to when I'm going through attacking gyms or anything like that. So yeah,
0: <laughs> insane. I just love that you're still playing Pokemon. Yeah, though. I remember all the YouTube videos and stuff. Just crowds of people. Back oh, it when it was, was huge. It's yeah. It, it, I'd watch these videos and I never got hooked. Mm-hmm. Had friends who definitely did. And then it kind of fades. You think it's a fad, but to hear this, that. 800 some people are chatting on this gaming app and
1: And that's the thing like I've still flowing I've met friends a lot of them are grad students at Northwestern um, but I've met friends that I never would have met otherwise uh, through this game and again and I fully admit that it sounds pretty ridiculous that a 27 year old is still catching digital monsters on his phone um but but th- it's it's a big part of what got me out doing longer distances. and so that's a six certain, miler, That six-miler. That six-miler, yes. that first six-miler, that was a PR for me. And so that's just kind of always been, you know, an inspiration. Uh, as, again, as dumb as it sounds like, that's just been, that was kind of where it started. That's where this distance <laughs> urge got started was chasing down Pokemon and Death's Plains <laughs> and eventually it... Do you remember what you caught that day? I don't, I don't. <laughs> just Um, putting you on the spot I kind of wish I did I I hope I saved it or still have it somewhere but um, yeah I have this
0: to quick segue near the end of this conversation yeah I have your fundraising page up here yes the Lurie Children's Marathon Team you got a little bio on here talk about already what we covered here in the podcast talk about your half marathon uh, in August last August yeah and you're working at Northwestern. Then you have ways to to donate here mm-hmm. on the site, and people can still donate to this, right?
1: Yeah. So I, I thank goodness I hit my goal of a thousand dollars to raise uh, yes. about a week ago. I'll explain
0: just more about this marathon team for the Children's yeah. Hospital.
1: I mean, so so working at Northwestern, Lurie Children's Hospital is an affiliate of Northwestern Medicine. So I, I kind of... I don't directly fundraise for them on a regular basis, but I kind of know what they're doing just by working with other alumni who are, you know, graduates of our medical school. Okay. Um, I mean, it's consistently ranked one of the best children's hospitals in the country. And I think it's number one in the state of Illinois. Um, and so just getting to to run for them and to you know just be reminded of of the good work that we're doing um raising money for them and and what the doctors are doing down there uh downtown chicago is inspiring yeah you know it's you're running for kids who through no fault of their own have these awful afflictions and Mm -hmm. and you just want to do your part to help them um and so you know i always say it's when people donate to my to my page it's not you know, you're not paying for my ability to run the marathon, yeah, you know, like not paying the entry fee or anything. Right. Just, R- regardless of, if I were running this or not, I would still want everyone to donate to them because they're such a great hospital. Um, but it's just, a, um, it's just a great place. It's, they're doing amazing work down there. If, um, you know, even after this, this podcast airs and, and this marathon is over, yeah. I know I'd encourage anyone to check them out. And if, if you, if you are, have a philanthropic heart um, <laughs> you know, to make a donation of any size to them because their work is really inspiring.
0: I'm going to put a link to this donate page. Perfect. Thank on you. On social uh, media posts. And you show you know, what the different pay increments or donation increments and what it would do, mm-hmm. what it would help provide, which is really cool. So I'll get that up for listeners, get the word out on this marathon page, Great.
1: marathon team page. How many are part of this team? Do you know? Ooh, I don't know. I've been, I haven't been as involved as I maybe should be with okay. them. Um, they've done a couple meetups and group runs and things like that, but I have not participated mostly because a lot of their runs are downtown Chicago mm-hmm. and where I live out in Des Plaines, it's a bit of a hike to go down there for a run. And again, uh, you know, like I said, it's just over the summer, my wife and I travel a good amount. And so it's just hard to meet up and, you know, um, to uh, take time to go all the way downtown and Go on a long run and then go all the way back to Dust Plains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then leave to go somewhere over the weekend or something. <laughs> so, um, but it, it's a larger group. I think it's one of the larger groups in the Chicago Marathon. Okay. Um, so,
0: cool. Getting the word out on that.
1: I appreciate it.
0: I know you're into the political side of things. Yes. Too. We <laughs> talked about on our walk around Evanston here about audiobooks on runs, long runs. Yep. Again, you're solo out there, a lot of time to yourself. You got the audiobooks flowing. You tell the listeners again what you're... it's about presidents. A, yeah, biographies on presidents. Just so, talk about how that uh, how that uh, political passion and, and whatnot is coming to your running too.
1: So I, I mean, this goes back to to Barry Wittig's history class. Oh yes, at, at Mr. Valley. Um, first time I really got interested in, in political history and specifically in presidential history. I think the office of the presidency. I mean, at the time it was conceived, was uh, there was no other position like it anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of get this account through reading all these biographies of all these different people who have held that office, and to learn how it's evolved over time, um, I mean, you're really getting a history of the United States of America uh, through um, through these individuals have held this high office. Yep. Um, I mean, you can read history books, you can read general histories of the United States, but... Um, reading it through the prism of golfs of the presidency is really interesting because you you'll see how the powers of the presidency have expanded and contracted over time, mm-hmm. um, which it's kind of boring sometimes. But also, it's extremely interesting because a lot of these people who have come into office, especially early on, were very unassuming people who didn't have maybe you know the highest ambitions um but kind of found their way in i think you look at someone like harry truman never wanted to be president but just through the course of world events got kind of forced into that office and ended up being um you know hindsight's 2020 ended up being a fairly decent president leading us out of world war ii um you look at people like uh john quincy adams uh john adams son who was kind of you know groomed from the get-go to be president one day and so you have these two you know um opposing backgrounds but both men uh, were able to to rise to the office of the presidency so you have yes. so much yeah. juxtaposition in, in the backgrounds of these different people um which makes it always interesting to read about um you know what inspired them and what motivated them to to
0: serve their country so um, these stories and backgrounds are fueling you through some of these longer runs they are it's
1: it's easy to get lost in their (laughs) narratives and to get lost in some of their stories um probably the most the best biography i've read so far is is john meacham's biography on uh george hw bush okay um i just finished that one a few weeks ago um and just hearing about you know his family and, and and his his trials through not just you know getting shot down in a bombing mission in world war 2 but right. also you know uh surviving the nixon scandal and the nixon administration mm-hmm. um going through some of the turmoil from the Repub- republican national conventions uh when reagan was going through office it's just been you know <laughs> mayhem it's 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 crazy to think how how many wins and losses everyone goes through i think a lot of people think that presidents are all you know um I guess i can't even think of the right word right now but they they go through no hardships at all they're very easy lives and a lot of them do a lot of them come from wealthy backgrounds but um it's good to listen and hear about their losses and how they've overcome some of the setbacks and uh throughout their career so sure thing
0: that's audiobook platform there yes
1: yes so look at your local library. A lot of times local libraries will have apps for audiobooks, that's what I use. Yeah. Um Audible obviously is another good option too uh, that I need to look into. But <laughs> yeah. So lots of audiobooks, lots of biographies, um lots of political nerding out on my runs, but it's all it's all fun. So
0: there you go. What day's the race? October what?
1: Sunday, October seventh. Sunday, October seventh. So you ran this morning. I did not run no this run morning. This it morning. was raining this morning, okay. so I, I I took a rest day. But tomorrow I'll probably do 10k tomorrow morning, and then okay. um, this weekend I have another 20 miler. Um, Last then, one before? No, I go we down. I go down to 15 miles, and then yep. the next weekend I go up to 22. Really, it's 22 the longest. 22 the, is the longest, okay. and then I taper for two weeks, and then oh the taper 26 with 40,000 of my best friends. <laughs> so it'll be. It'll be fun. I'm <laughs> looking can't forward to, to it being over.
0: <laughs> can't wait to watch you on the... I think they can go mile by mile. Oh, really? And keep up with the last name, like putting your bib number or something. Oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't know race, that. I didn't you know, know that. All, not being there on hand.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: I'll for sure be keeping well, up. Well, if
1: you have five hours to spare on Sunday morning, <laughs> tune in.
0: October 7th. <laughs> Indeed. And then you gave, again, the, the social media... What's the name again?
1: Yeah, uh DGIL five five eight one. D G I L L five five eight one. So it's okay. Facebook, uh Instagram. My Twitter might be the same thing, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So twenty
0: sixteen caught the running bug. It did and two we're and a gear, half
1: two and a half years later. Two and a half years later we're gearing up for twenty six two. I'm still going god bless me so so far no no injuries you're gonna be uh, running in the
0: nikes with 800 plus miles yep, <laughs> yep.
1: warring down soles no cushioning but you know what i haven't we I all haven't have torn, our preferences right i haven't torn or ripped anything yet so um again it, it, it again shout out to chris McDougall and and that born to run book that that changed the way i thought about distance running and going the more natural running route and it hasn't let me down yet so we'll see
0: <laughs> looking forward to it i know you are got any no.
1: apprehension or are you just kind of pumped oh i'm there? nervous yeah yeah um okay. not i don't really know what for i don't think that i'll like die like <laughs> i i think i think i'll be able to do it yeah um i think just the anxiety of like making sure i'm in the right place at the right time sure. um is kind of kind of nerve-wracking um you know making sure i don't Push myself too hard in the beginning, and that I take my time and um, don't get too wiped out early on. Um, Probably won't get um, lost on the course, at least for forty thousand
0: of your best friends. Right? Just
1: follow. Just follow everyone. So don't um, be worried about that going no off course or anything. Should be fine. Somehow Bad end up aspect. on the on the south side and just lost and confused and scared. But um, no, I dream of David Glassman. Yeah, right. Side. Uh, so it'll it'll be it'll be exciting I'm nervous, I'm excited um, I just have a lot of emotions, but chief among them is is just excited to to do it and to be able to say that I've run twenty six point two um i mean it's it's kind of the ultimate test of human endurance, you know excluding ultras, um, which I don't think I'll ever do. Um, he says that now folks I know. <laughs> See me in five years, we'll see where I'm at. <laughs> not trying to egg you on into an offense. <laughs> who knows? But just being able to say that I've done it, uh, will be a big accomplishment. So I'm looking Sweet. forward to that. Well, so glad we
0: got to meet up here in Evanston. We weathered the storm, umbrella we did. kept us pretty covered the entire time. Yeah. Not a deluge, not a super <laughs> downpour, but we made it over thirty-five minutes here you got to get back to work, get some lunch. Yeah. I think my parking meter is up in like five minutes. Do not want an Evanston ticket. Yeah, they're knows not. knows what those go
1: for? They're not generous here. <laughs> they're, they're pretty adamant about their parking tickets. So. So we got
0: to wrap this up, get moving. But, again, I encourage you to look at the Lurie Children's Hospital donation page. Again, I'll have a link up to that. Follow David's journey, social media. It's been crazy. Again, he's got some longer runs here to still complete before. October 7th. but October 7th is the day, 26.2. Yep. Go get him, David. We'll be watching for you. Thanks, James. Right. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening to Hooray Run Podcast Episode 18. Much appreciation to David for taking time out of his day in Evanston to chat with me. And if you're feeling inclined to donate to his marathon team for the Lurie Children's Hospital please click that link on these social media posts for this episode and just read the bio on there. Even if you don't donate, read the bio, see what David's running for, and donate. Help him out if you're feeling inclined. Hooray Run is on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. Hooray Run, one word, on Instagram, at Hooray underscore Run on Twitter. Search Hooray Run on Facebook. Keep up with project gonna get these podcasts rolling more consistently from here on out leave a review on apple podcasts, a star rating that's much appreciated helps out the podcast and tell your friends recommend it really appreciate the listen and email hooray run if you got any questions or ideas whatever the case hooray run at gmail.com thanks again to mikey aka meeks palmer on soundcloud for the intro and outro beats And don't forget to celebrate every step.